Every great champion knows that success, overcoming, and winning in life is no accident. Creating individual success is like having a recipe for a great meal. It only works if you know how to use the ingredients. As a best-selling author, entrepreneur, business coach, strategist, and champion, the Lewis Hour Live Show provides you the insider's view on winning. All we do is win, 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 helping you become the best version of yourself. Hey, thanks for joining us for another live edition of Lewis Howard Live. We appreciate you being part of the conversation. And uh, today I thought we'd talk about goal setting. So uh, November typically is the month of companies, organizations, teams, and uh, individuals set their goals for the upcoming year. And uh, as we all know, we've been through some up and down, twists and turns all around uh, seasons over the last year and a half. But you still got to have goals. You still got to get to the finish line. A lot of people getting back to a different kind of business and a new kind of norm. So I want to just share what I've used and uh, millionaires have used, billionaires have used, big companies have used as just some foundation thinking for your goal. If you think about starting a new business, going to school, expanding your current business, if you're in real estate, mortgage, finance, wherever you are, tech, everybody's got to have a goal. So let's talk about what is a goal. Um, to define a goal is almost like to say it's, uh, it's wings to your dream, right? Plane cannot take off if it doesn't have wings. Uh, so whatever plan, whatever thing you're laying down that you want to do, whether you want to write a song, uh, produce a movie, uh, start a new business, whatever it is, it's got to have wings. And so the goals to me are the wings to the dream. So uh, Gary Keller, our uh, founder and CEO of this company called Keller Williams, wrote a book called The One Thing. And what Gary talks about in the book is find your one thing. So we're going to talk about a lot of different aspects to the goal, but you need to have one thing. What is your one thing that you want to do? Maybe if you are a consumer, your one thing is you want to buy a house. Maybe you want to get a job. Maybe you want to increase your income. Maybe you want to do something for your family. But whatever that one thing is, it's got to be the centerpiece of your goal setting thing. Why? Because 20% of your labor, your investment, your time, and your resources will yield 80% of what you're trying to do. So if you're trying to do too much too fast, then you're not going to get the results that you're trying to achieve. So, you know, for those of you that have uh, I call shiny ball syndrome, you know, squirrel, you're constantly looking and you're changing goals every five minutes, you're probably not going to get to where you want to go. But if you'll focus on the one thing that is the most important to you, I can't tell you what that is. You got to lay that out and decide what it is. And if you want to grow, expand, whatever it surrounds, you got to have the one thing. So get the book. I think a lot of it's online. You can get the book, The One Thing. And uh, it's a good book, whether you're in real estate or not. It's one of the top selling books in the world. Companies, CEOs, um, billionaires read this book. So if it's good enough for them, it might be good enough for you to check out the book called The One Thing. But we're talking about beginning that goal process with the one thing. All right. So to do a goal, you got to start measuring where am I today? So let's say I want my income to go to $100,000, but I'm at $50,000 
today, right? So now I got a $50,000 differential between where I am today, where I want to be. That's your measurement. That's where you start off. And so uh, Stephen Covey has this line, uh, one of the greatest coaches and sales leaders of the 20th and 21st century had a saying that says, begin with the end in mind. So if the end is I want to start this business and I want this business to make me X amount of money or I want to purchase this item and I know it's going to cost me uh, $100,000 and I got $10,000 now. So my goal is to raise the other $90,000, right? So you have to begin with what did I do this year? Uh, what did I do year to date? Um, what was my percentages? What was my percentages of work versus return? Um, one of the things I hear a lot about is busy, right? I'm busy. I'm busy. You can't talk to a person on the planet that doesn't tell you the word busy. But what does busy mean? Right. I got a 12 year old who told me he was busy. I'm like, well, you're 12. How busy can you be at 12? Right. So busy has become this nomenclature of our culture to transfer to people that we are getting things done. We're on our grind. I'm busy. I'm busy. But there is a difference between busy and productivity. I want to be productivity. So if you ask me, I'm going to say, yep, I'm productive this week or yep, I am uh, focused this week. So I don't use the word busy because if two of us are identical, then one of us is unnecessary. If everybody's busy, where's the value in the word busy, right? So think about being productive. Think about being focused. You know, if you want to lose 20 pounds, right, then you have to be focused on what it takes for you to get that 20 pounds off of your body to get you where you want to be. So you got to start where you are, and then I got to have a plan of where I want to get to, but I'm focused on my one thing, and maybe my one thing is to lose a pound a week. Don't try to go for the whole 20. Maybe it's a pound a week. Maybe it's a pound a day, or whatever you want to do that, but you start with those small increments knowing that the end result is where I want to be. So if you're just joining us, we're talking about goal setting. I love goals. Goals are dreams with wings. And we're just talking about defining that one thing, uh, getting it set, knowing how to measure where you are. Uh, and I, I would say the most important thing of it all is you got to write it down. You got to post it up, put it on your whiteboard, your goal board, your refrigerator, wherever it is. Pick your one goal and put it on somewhere where you can see that goal every day. And it doesn't always have to be about money. I remember I had a goal of, you know, getting a piano. I wanted a baby grand piano. That was my goal, right? People, ah, why would you want a piano? Well, that's what, that was my goal. So uh, I had X amount of dollars that I could put toward the piano. And so I put it up to where uh, it could be seen. And it just reminded me every day what I was getting up for, what I'm doing. I'm thinking about that piano. Well, I can tell you what, six months later, I got my piano. And it's because I had to focus and the productivity every day to get that done. So what's your goal? What's your one thing? What is something you can be passionate about and drive yourself every single day and not deal with the distractions? So that's what we're talking about next. You got to hunt down your enemies to your goal. Every goal, every dream, every plan has an enemy. And one of the biggest enemies is distractions. That's the biggest enemy to you achieving your goal is something comes along and interrupts you, distracts you. 
Family can be a distraction. Friends can be a distraction. Coworkers can be a distraction. Social media can be a distraction. Your phone can be a distraction. There's plenty of things in your day that can be interruptions and distractions. So the thing with goal setting is you have to set aside time that is just designed to focus on your goal. What is your best day of the week or best day of the morning that you can sit down and that's your goal setting time. I'm not, I'm not on the phone. I'm not taking calls. I'm not doing emails. I'm spending that time. Mondays is that, that day for me. I really follow up. That's where I set my tasks for the week. That's where I follow up on what I did. I measure what I did. I have a percentage count on what I accomplished the previous week. And then I have a baseline on where I'm starting. So get the distractions out the way. Sometimes people partying, you know, you got to party. You know, maybe you need to give up some of those Friday nights and Saturday nights, going to the bar, to the club, to the next event and focus on goal setting. What's more important to be seen or to have the thing that you desire the most. Which, which one's gonna last you longer, right? The party's over in eight hours and you are no better and no closer to what you wanna do. So think about what distractions that you have, especially parents. If you got children, that's a distraction. You gotta figure out how to work around that. Um, if you have multiple jobs, you know, a lot of people have a side hustle, they're driving Uber, they're working at the bar, they're working at a company in daytime. So, you know, you gotta figure out time to rest. So, you know, you get three eights in a day, right? So you have 24 hours, but you get three eights, you know, eight hours for working, eight hours for sleeping and eight hours for the rest. So it's what you do with the third eight that determines if you're getting something done that's productivity, right? So don't blow the third eight because you got to sleep and you got to work during the day and that's your productivity time, but you have that third eight that you can use to plan every single day. So there's no excuse. We all get 24 hours a day. It's a matter of what we do with the 24 hours. Do not hate on the person who manages to go out and become highly successful because the difference is they're probably using their third eight differently than you using your third eight. So that's really about getting the distractions out the way. What are the obstacles that's going to be in my path? What do I have to do to achieve my goal? I need a business plan. Uh, I need, uh, you know, we're moving a team right now, so I got to have office space. So I got to go out and shop for office space so the team can be together, right? So that's an obstacle. Where am I going to be? What location? Where, where are my clients going to be? How convenient that is that that is? And then the other one is excuses and rationalizations, right? A lot of people, uh, I heard this in a movie I was just watching, says you can have excuses or you can have results, but you can't have both, okay? So a lot of people make excuses, right? I'm too short, too tall, too black, too white, too thin, I'm too poor, I'm the wrong race, I'm the wrong side of the track, and they won't let me do this or they won't let me do that. Those are all good, but they are excuses and they don't yield results. You know, I was trained by multimillionaires. Those were my mentors. And they did not let me make excuses for achieving the results that I was hired to get. I had to get those results. And I wasn't allowed to come along and have excuses, rationalizations, or justifications. I'm telling you, COVID is keeping more people from doing more productive things than anything else. They blame it on COVID. COVID shut us down. COVID slowed us down. COVID interrupted our life. COVID did this and COVID did that. Okay, well, are you going to let COVID run your life for the rest of your days? Right. Is that going to be at the end of your goal setting period or your life? Then you go, well, I didn't get to where I am because of COVID. 
Look, we all have to deal with it. We all got to deal with wearing masks and vaccination cards and all the processes, but you can still be productive. You can still uh, not make excuses on why you can't get your goals done. And lastly, before we go to break, I want to talk about this thing called the drunk monkey, right? And it used to be a, 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 a saying that was really taught a lot by coaches, uh, a lot of high-end, um, uh, Matt Ferry, a lot of high-end guys taught this, um, that this thing about the drunk monkey in your head. And what the drunk monkey is, it's the thing that tells you what you can't do. It's the thing that tells you what you can't become. It's the thing that tells you this is too big for you. They're not going to let you do this. You need to stop. You're wasting time. And what it's designed to do, psych- psychologists have said, is that that drunk monkey is actually thinking it's protecting you and it's saving you from fear and failure. But what it's actually doing is limiting you. So you got to get the drunk monkey out of your head, right? You got you to get that thing to where it's not interfering with you. Hey, if it's big, set it anyway. So what? All you do is fail and you get up and you start again. If you talk to most billionaires and multimillionaires, most of them have failed two, three or four or five or six, seven times in business. Our former president of the United States of America filed bankruptcy like six times. So that's not an obstacle if you let it not be an obstacle, right? So you got to get rid of that, those thoughts. And sometimes the drunk monkey is not you. Sometimes the drunk monkey is the people that you're hanging around. Right. Uh, We call them haters. We call them, you know, uh, people that are in our way. Uh, They're obstacles because they're telling you about what you can't do. You tell the wrong person that you want to start a business. They're going to hate on you. You tell the wrong person you just found the person you dream you get married. They're going to find something wrong with that. You tell the wrong person that you're going to go buy a car. They're going to find they're going to find something wrong with that. So the thing about it is be careful who you tell your goals to and your dreams to. It's not for everybody. You don't need to put it on social media, Instagram and Spotify. Make a TikTok about it. Let it happen. And then you talk about it. Right. Uh, sometimes people think if you talked about it, you did it just because you went to the game. Don't mean you played on the field. You went to the game and you were a spectator and you cheer, but you did not run that ball. Not one inch on that field. OK, so you have to realize stay in your lane and let other people stay in their lane as well. So if you join us, we're talking about goal setting, how to get to where I am to where I want to be and what are the steps that I need in between that. We're going to take a quick break, give a shout out to our sponsor. We'll be right back. Stay with us. You're listening to Lewis Howard Live. Goal setting. I love goals. We'll be right back after this message. The Millionaire Club Charity is one of Seattle's oldest existing charities. In addition to job placement and employment services, the Millionaire Club provides job training and licensing to help workers become qualified and job ready, from nutritious meals and sack lunches to housing assistance to stabilize their lives. Despite its name, the donors to the Millionaire Club are ordinary citizens with a desire and passion to help fellow citizens overcome the barriers of employment and housing. For more information, call 206-728-JOBS or go to millionaireclub.org. Hey, we're back. Thank you for joining us. And hey, thank you. You've taken over 100,000 downloads of the show. We're on about 15 different platforms. We keep joining new platforms. Um, I think we're on Vimeo now. We'll be on that. And Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It's kind of cool when I'm driving down the car and one of my shows pop up. It's kind of a cool thing. So there's a lot of places you can get us. Uh, obviously on Facebook Live, YouTube, LinkedIn, which is where we're doing a restream, uh, Twitch. So we're in a lot of different places you can get the show. Today we're talking about getting to your goal, though. 
what is your goal? What is your one thing? What do you want to accomplish? And that's unique and distinctive to you. Nobody can tell you what your goal is. Nobody can tell you what you want to accomplish. You have to make that decision. And that ought to be consistent with your bigger dream, your bigger blueprint, your bigger goal. So if you look at it into construction parlance, if you will, the first thing you start with, if you're going to build a house is you don't go out, start laying a foundation and you don't go out framing and doing all this stuff. The first thing you start with is a blueprint. You got to design it. You got to get a blueprint. You got to measure it. And then after you measure it, you go hire the people that are smarter than you that can go out and build what you have designed. So when you design a goal, don't think that you're going to be the one that's going to take it all the way. Sometimes you got to have people that come in money, may have to have a money partner. You may have to have a design partner. You may have to have a tech partner. You may have to have a marketing partner. You may have to have different pieces that help you accomplish that goal. So define the goal, uh, make them practical. You know, I hear people setting goals, you know, like I asked a real estate agent, hey, what do you want to do? I want to close a million dollars in the first year. Okay, well, you've only been in real estate three months. The likely of that happening is probably slim to none and slim left down last week. So don't overset your goal because if you overset your goal, you're going to get disappointed. Um, you're going you're gonna to just, you're going to say, screw it. I, there's no way to me to get it. You're going to get halfway through it and you're going to tire of it. So make it practical. So maybe instead of saying I'm making a million dollars, maybe I'm going to get three sales or four sales or two new clients or three new clients. Make it simple, make it practical and make it something that you can do every single day. So there are all kind of goals, right? There's personal goals, there's financial goals, relationship goals. Uh, there are health goals. So everybody has different type of goals. And so you have to kind of think in terms of based on the type of goal I'm setting, what do I need to have for for the goal, right? If you have a team, then you got team goals, right? I want my team to achieve a certain amount of sales in a year. So then that breaks down to, I just told my team, let's say for the fourth quarter, you want to do 15 sales. So what that breaks down to is that's what, three, three to four sales a month minimum. And then for each of us, that's 1.4 sales for the members of the team. Okay, so that's practical and that's simple. So everyone know their job is not to bring 15 sales. Their job is to go get the one. Okay, and so when you bring somebody or you having a team, you 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 help them set their own goals. But then that goal should collapse into the bigger goal of what you want to accomplish as a part of the team. And then of course you have your individual goals, right? You don't have a team, it's just you setting your goal. That's a little bit easier because you can set it uh, any way you want to and it's up to you to be accountable and practical every single day to make that goal a reality. Always leave room for improvement and leave room to increase because sometimes you'll surprise yourself with a goal. I have in years past surprised myself on how fast I got to my goal. It was halfway through the year and I had reached my goal. Well, you have two choices when that happens. One, you stop, which is what a lot of people do. They reach their goal, so they finish, they go on vacation, they go to Cabo, Mexico, Hawaii, wherever, and they have fun for the rest of the year because they reached their goal. That's great. It's one way to do it. The other way to do it is, how about up in the ante, 
right? So if I got to my goal already in six months, how about that I set that goal a little bit higher for the rest of the year and keep at it until I get to the end of the year instead of just relaxing because I got to my goal. You may have left some more opportunity on the table by just taking off if you got to whatever your goal is, whatever the number is. So hey, if I want to lose 20 pounds and I got that done, maybe let's go for another 10 more, right? Let's not just get comfortable because we got to where we want to be. You always want to leave room for improvement. And as I said, there's always problems to goals. You got to plan out what the problems are. Uh, don't be Pollyanna about it. Don't assume you're just going to go out and, and the world's just going to move out of your way and let you go and start that business or let you go and start that family or whatever, that, whatever your personal goal might be. There's going to be something. There's going to be some life interruption that comes. Right. In 2020, there's a lot of people that have set their goals in 2019 and they had started out in January and they were on pace to have a really good year. And then March of 2020 came down with this thing called COVID and the worldwide pandemic and it shut everything down. So all of a sudden, what happens to your goal at that point? Right. What happens to your plan? Everything gets slow down. Now I have to figure out this is a big problem. Right. I got to figure out how am I going to plan around this problem. Even when somebody new comes into your life or into your team or your company, that can be a problem because you may have to stop doing what you're doing to now focus on this person, get them up to speed, get them kind of dialed in, right? You got to plan out that. You got to leave room to make sure that I've got room to still help people do what I need to do and still get to the finish line of achieving <clears throat> that goal. So the biggest thing is you got to make sure you write it down. You got to make it practical, right? Is this an individual goal, team goal? And then what type of goal is it? And then how do you remind yourself every single day of what you are doing? Why am I getting up early in the morning? Why am I going to this business and this job? Is it for a paycheck on the 15th and the 31st? Why am I making all these cold calls and lead gen calls? Is it just so I can say I did something and I can go, you know, tell people I was busy? Or am I actually trying to get something down on paper that I can go back and I can sort of measure uh, yourself? Last thing is, is in goal setting is <clears throat> this thing we call production IQ. So if I want to have success, then I've got to have a certain level of IQ. So if I want to make more money, I need a, a higher IQ on money. Um, how do people make money? How do they make it successfully? So I've got to make sure I increase my IQ in the area. If I'm going to start a business, then I need an IQ on the market. Who's my clients? Who's my customers? What kind of location would be better if I'm given a physical location? What kind of digital marketing would I need if I'm going to go online? What does my website look, needs to look like, right? What am I buying? What am I selling? How do I set up my product, my services, and then how do I rate the experience of the people that are going to come and do business with me? That's your, that's your production IQ. Uh, most people set a goal and that's it. They wrote it down, I set a goal, now I'm off for the rest of the year. I got no measurement. I got no IQ about what I'm doing. You, you know, I get hit up a lot for young entrepreneurs that, you know, want to know how I've become successful in what I'm doing. And then they'll tell me about something they want to do, right? Which is great. But then I'll start asking questions like, okay, well, what kind of plan do you have? What does your resume look like? You want a new job, but have you updated your resume? You want a new job, but have you added a new skill set that would be more valuable to the marketplace? What is your IQ in regards to what you want 
to accomplish. So yeah, think about that. That takes some time to really study the market, study what you're doing. Um, some of you may need to have a coach. You may need to hire a production coach or people that, you know, that's what they do. They help people become more productive. Uh, in the company that I'm part of, Keller Williams, there's a productivity coach that is available to coach with you every week. For one year, I had a coach that I checked in every week. And so I had to be accountable for my activities and my actions of the previous week and then what I was going to do the following week. And my coach did not let me make excuses on why I didn't accomplish. They would just say, well, why didn't you do that? Why did you allow that? What are you going to do? How are you going to fix it? Right. So some of you may need that. Right. If you can't be self-driven and, and disciplined, you may need to have that person that you check in with once a week as a productivity coach. It's all about what you do daily. Right. It's all about what you do daily. It's all about your daily work habits, um, the daily things that you do, and then being able to measuring yourself at the end of the day. You got to target your market, your buyers, your sellers, your clients. Uh, if you're doing B2B, you know, what kind of businesses are you going to be dealing with, right? Who would be more likely to like your product, right? Who can you get as testimonies to show other people that you are worth them doing, you know, business with, right? It's nice where I've gotten in my life where I don't need a big resume. I don't need to spend a whole bunch of time telling people what I do. Either you're going to do business with me or not. I'm fine. I don't have to spend an hour persuading somebody to do business with me. But when you start off and people don't know you and they can't find you online. And so now you may have to put some work into selling people on doing business with you. That's all part of the planning. It's all part of the IQ. And lastly, <clears throat> find somebody that you trust, right? That's not a hater. That's not going to rain on your parade. Uh, that's not going to start with the negative and the critique and, you know, call it real, but really they're being real negative. Find somebody you can trust and talk to them about your plan. Hey, this is what I'm thinking about. Think about starting this new business thinking about writing this new song, thinking about doing this, that, or the other, whatever it is to you. Find somebody that can be an accountability partner, somebody that you can kind of share with what you do. And I have two accountability partners that, you know, that come and we meditate together. We, we agree. We talk about different things. And so they help me stay accountable to what I'm doing. So while you're seeing me as an, an individual sitting here talking with you about it, I got a whole team of people to help me behind that. Right. So I get to do what I do. I make it look easy because I got a team of people that are helping me every single day get a little further with regard to my goals. You can do this. So first thing is, after you're done watching this, sit down, pick out your one thing that you want to do. And then what are the eight, nine, ten things that I need to do around that? And then what am I going to do every single day to move that needle forward so that at the end of the quarter, which you ought to measure yourself, end, end of the month, end of the week, and by that time, end of the year, you've measured yourself. And you shouldn't be surprised if you hit your goal. You shouldn't be surprised. And if you miss your goal, you shouldn't be surprised because you just go back to what did I set? What did I do? Um, where did I miss my opportunities? Um, what did I do with my third eight planning? Did I waste it? Did I give it to other people that, that gave me no return on investment? I'm going to tell you, one of the things that I hate doing at this stage in my life is investing time, money, and resources in people that there's no ROI back. I don't have time for it. And so sometimes you have to decide who you're going to invest time with, right? 
Uh, everybody may say they're going to do business, but everybody's not your business partner. Everybody's not going to be your client. A lot of people are just going to waste your time and you're going to end up investing a lot of time and energy and resources into something that goes nowhere. Uh, a lot of real estate agents like to sit around and they like to talk real estate, right? I don't talk real estate. I do real estate. So I don't stand around in a corner with a bunch of real estate brokers and go, oh, well, how's your client? How's your week? How's your prospect? Oh, mine sucked. Oh, I did this. Or I'm bragging about this. No, get out and do it. Because the people who are the most successful at it, they don't talk a lot about what they do. You know, when you look at and study great champions, and I encourage you to do that. You want to look at some champions. If you want to talk about goal setting, look at some teams, look at some companies, look at some people that did some great things with the goal. I guarantee you they didn't talk a lot about it. Man, they were just on it. So, hey, take away some of that. I hope you got one thing out of it. Don't forget, uh, sharing is caring. You can share this to a friend. We'll have this up so you can download it and share it to other people. I think if you know anybody, whether they're a teenager, whether they're young, uh, whether they're 75, whether they've been in the business for 10 years or starting, everybody can benefit from this. So you would be doing somebody to share the, the program, share the story with them, and help them become a better version of themselves. Hey, this is Lewis Howard Live. We love to inspire and give you ingredients and recipes for the soul so you can be the best version of yourself. We'll see you again on another edition. We'll have something fresh, something new. Don't forget, like us online and hit us up. Become a fan on, on follower on Facebook and YouTube, and uh, we'll keep you up to date on what the Lewis Howard Live Show is doing. We'll see you again. Every great champion knows that success, overcoming, and winning in life is no accident. Creating individual success is like having a recipe for a great meal. It only works if you know how to use the ingredients. As a best-selling author, entrepreneur, business coach, strategist, and champion, the Lewis Howard Live Show provides you the insider's view on winning. All we do is win, 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 helping you become the best version of yourself.